0: Have you ever wondered if maybe God was finished with you in terms of ministry or service? Perhaps you've planned a big old retirement party for yourself as you turn in your usher's badge, your Sunday school teacher's manual, your choir robe, or maybe even your clerical collar. Well, before you get too far along in that process, I want to challenge you to do some serious thinking because more than likely, God's not finished with you yet. You won't want to miss this. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Psalm 95, the radio outreach ministry of the National Christian Choir from the greater metropolitan area surrounding our nation's capital. I'm Kathy Bowman, your host for this weekly time of worship featuring scripture, commentary, and the inspiring music of the choir, all designed to encourage you in your faith walk. And I'm so glad you could join me here today as we look at a condition that can strike any of us at any time. And that's the feeling that maybe our ministry or our service in the church is over. That God's somehow finished with us. And let me say right up front that in the majority of cases, this is a subtle scheme of the enemy to try and deter us from accomplishing all that God has for us to do. Satan will whisper questioning words that cause us to doubt our ability to continue in our area of ministry. Words like, don't you think you're too old to be doing this? You've served long enough, it's somebody else's turn to step up. Or, you know you're not feeling all that well. You probably shouldn't try to keep on teaching Sunday school, or singing in the choir, or serving on the hospitality team at church. You fill in the blank with whatever service you're involved in. But when those seeds of doubt start being planted in your mind, you can be almost certain that it's not God who's doing the planting. Consider these verses of Scripture that make excellent responses when the enemy attacks. Philippians 4.13 I can do all things through him who strengthens me 2 Corinthians 12.9 My grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness therefore I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me Begin to lose sight of what God has called you to, or perhaps no longer have a clear vision of your purpose. That's not an indication that it's time for you to give up. Most of us go through times when it seems like we might be treading water or not making the kind of progress we'd like to. But that's not God giving up on you. Just because you might be temporarily sidelined or distracted by life's circumstances doesn't mean God's finished with you. It means it's time to pray for fresh vision a renewed calling, a restoration of the zeal that you may once have felt about your area of service. I would say in most cases, God sees more in us than we see in ourselves. This is especially true if we've gotten off track somehow in our life, made poor choices, bad decisions, or perhaps just messed things up royally. It's at those lowest of points that the enemy really does a number on our thinking, doing all he can to convince us that most certainly God is finished with us, and there is little or no hope that we'll ever do anything worthwhile again. But quite the opposite is actually true. God stands ready to accept the repentant heart, to forgive and to grant another chance to those who have somehow missed the mark. Remember what Romans 8.1 tells us, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. times when we feel like maybe god is finished with us because of our failures or shortcomings it's helpful to look at the people god used in the bible to accomplish great things many if not most of them were to one degree or another less than perfect i ran across an interesting article by rick warren author of the purpose-driven life in which he lists some of these characters who by today's standards would be considered flawed and perhaps knocked out of commission because of some action or trait in their life. He writes, Abraham was old, Jacob was insecure, Leo was unattractive, and Joseph was abused. Moses stuttered, Gideon was poor, Samson was codependent, Rahab was immoral. David had an affair and all kinds of family problems. Elijah was suicidal, Jeremiah was depressed, Jonah was reluctant. Naomi was a widow, John the Baptist was eccentric to say the least peter was impulsive and hot-tempered martha worried a lot the samaritan woman had several failed marriages zacchaeus was unpopular thomas had doubts paul had poor health and timothy was timid the author goes on to say that is quite a variety of misfits but god used each of them in his service i hope today that we're coming to a greater understanding of God's unique ability to look beyond our faults and foibles and see what we're capable of with His power at work in us. I hope you're enjoying the music of the National Christian Choir here on this edition of Psalm 95. I'm your host, Kathy Bowman, and today we're rejoicing in the fact that God is not finished with us yet. He doesn't give up on us ever, so we shouldn't give up on ourselves and allow thoughts of insufficiency to keep us from fulfilling our God-given purpose and calling. Occasionally, we may need a sabbatical, a time to rest and perhaps retool our lives, to evaluate what we're doing in service to God and how we might move forward to serve Him more effectively. And certainly the situation does exist where God redirects our efforts, changes our focus, and leads us in a new path. He may be finished with us in one capacity, but you can be sure that He's not finished with us completely. Even though we may be facing some tough times in our particular area of service, and things may look dismal or discouraging right now, we must remember that we don't walk by sight, but rather by faith. And as we call on the powerful name of Jesus, we will experience healing, revival, and new strength for the tasks ahead.
1: Out there on her road A teenage boy in prison Before he's even grown The illness of a loved one A widow no one calls There is one solution one answer for it all, there is power. fighting for her life, a church that needs revival, a broken man and wife, but in the
0: of time for today, but before I go, I have some important things I want to share with you. Be sure to have your calendars marked for the choir's annual patriotic concert. That's Saturday, July 6th at 4 o'clock p.m. in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania at the Gettysburg High School. This is a large venue, so we'll have plenty of room for everyone, and this event is absolutely not to be missed. You'll hear the 150 auditioned voices of the choir sing such favorites as God Bless America, Battle Hymn of the Republic, America the Beautiful, Let There Be Peace on Earth, as well as breathtaking acapella arrangements of My Country Tis of Thee and The Star Spangled Banner. We even have a special segment of the program that honors all who have served in the various branches of our United States military. This is a free concert and a love offering will be received for the choir. So invite some friends and plan to join us Saturday, July 6th at 4 o'clock p.m. in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, at Gettysburg High School. Don't miss it. And looking further out in the summer, the choir will be returning to Mount Gretna Tabernacle in Mount Gretna, Pennsylvania, for a great concert featuring favorite hymns and anthems on Sunday, August 4th at 7 o'clock p.m. Don't miss hearing the choir in this lovely setting. I know you'll enjoy it. You can sit under roof in the tabernacle or bring lawn chairs to sit just outside under the trees. So invite some friends and plan to join us for a great evening of music on Sunday, August 4th, 7 o'clock p.m. at the Mount Gretna Tabernacle. We hope to see you there. Right now we have a special way of saying thank you when you donate to the Ministry of the Choir. This month when you send a minimum donation of $25, we want to send you two CDs, Song of Hope and Balm in Gilead. Again, that's two CDs, Song of Hope and Balm in Gilead, sent to you when you support this ministry with a minimum donation of just $25. So here's the mailing address. It's National Christian Choir, P.O. Box 1600, Germantown, Maryland, 20875. That's National Christian Choir, P.O. Box 1600, Germantown, Maryland, 20875. Now a big announcement, the choir is working on two new albums to be released this fall. One is entitled, He is Able, featuring amazing songs of encouragement, newly recorded by the choir. The second is a compilation album called Majesty that combines the triumphant hymns of our faith from previous albums with three brand new tracks. I'll have more information to give you next week about these, so be sure to tune in. Once again, this is Kathy Bowman thanking you for joining me today. Be sure to join us next week as we worship together here on Psalm 95 with the National Christian Choir.